News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Uh, the North looks set for a fresh set of elections after political parties missed the midnight deadline to restore power sharing at Stormont. It means that the Assembly elections will likely take place for the second time this year on December 15th. And our chief reporter, Barry White, has been to Lisburn, which is in the Unionist stronghold of the Lagan Valley. And people in the DUP leader Jeffrey Donaldson's home constituency do not want an election. I think it's supposed to be a waste of time because the same people will get in. And do you think people like yourself, the general public, have bigger concerns now than, than an election? Oh yes, well, I'm a pensioner myself. The bills are going up. The house is getting cold, the heat's not on. Look at the money, it's going to cost. Six and a half million, they reckon, ah, an election will ah, cost. Ah. Oh, no, party, oh, no, no party's wanting it. The DUP, what do you make of them not going back in to, to Stormont? Well, I haven't voted for a while because... They promise yes, they promise you that, they promise you that. DUP should get back in the storm and, and get hanged up running. Now, that was our chief reporter, Barry White, bringing you those people's views from Lisburn. And I'm joined now by Owen Tennyson, Alliance Party MLA for the Upper Ban. Owen, good morning to you. Your reaction, you must, you must be frustrated at this point. Frustrated is putting it mildly, Kira. I'm ashamed and embarrassed to be part of what has become an absolute circus. I think the people that you spoke to in Lisburn broadly reflect the views of people in Northern Ireland who've been through all of this before. They are angry and frustrated that their politicians aren't there to support them with the cost of living and deal with issues in our health service and instead are engaging in what is effectively a self-indulgent stunt and a sideshow. We know from history that elections do not solve anything in Northern Ireland. They simply deepen the crisis. We were here in 2002. There was an election in 2003. And the Assembly wasn't restored until 2007. We were in the same position in 2017 and the Assembly wasn't restored until 2020. I think it is foolhardy if anybody believes that an election is going to solve any of the fundamental issues of which we currently face. And I say that as a party who could actually benefit from an election. Recent polling has suggested Alliance may actually slightly improve our yes, position. Yes, uh, I was wondering because I was, you know, a lot of people are saying maybe the DUP will grow post this election should it happen. But is it not equally possible that the Alliance will because of people being sick of this kind of politics? Well, yes, but ultimately it shouldn't be about party interests. I mean, it's unlikely to change dramatically the landscape of politics in Northern Ireland, nor will it solve any of the fundamental issues. I think the Secretary of State's time would be much better invested looking at how we reform the institutions to end this cycle of ransom politics and ensure no one can treat the people of Northern Ireland as leverage. I think, first of all, what he needs to do is accept that it's madness to do the same thing over and over again by going to an election and put Stormont on ice and allow time for us to start to deal with some of those fundamental issues. He also needs to deal with the issue of salaries because it is frankly disgraceful that MLAs continue to be paid their full salary for jobs that we, some of us won't do and some of us can't do. And he also needs to lay legislation to introduce a budget for Northern Ireland because our public finances okay. are not being managed properly and are spiralling Co- out of control. A couple of things. What would you like to see happen then? I spoke to Ben Lowry yesterday and he said that he would like to see more time given and and, and some people might say kicking the can down the road in, in, into maybe January, February. Is that something that you, that you would prefer to see happen rather than an election? Or, or, or what do you think would help this kind of a deadlock? Well, I I actually think that that is one thing that people in Northern Ireland are agreed on because we've been here before. We do need more time, but we shouldn't be allowed to simply drift. There needs to be an active effort and engagement and time and resources invested in trying to get the Assembly and Executive restored. And I've said the only way to do that on a sustainable basis 
is to reform the institutions to remove the ability of any one party to deploy a sectarian veto which would prevent the executive from functioning or block assembly business because we have been here before. I mean, the protocol is only the latest iteration. But if there is a deal on the protocol in the new year and the DUP managed to get themselves off their hook and back into the executive, it's only a matter of time before they're threatening to walk out again because there's always a threat and a condition. I mean, during the last mandate of the assembly, the only thing that kept the executive together was COVID. I mean, it felt like lemmings over a cliff where the Alliance Party and others were trying to keep Sinn Féin, the DUP and that executive and, working And can together. I ask you, as, as the spokesperson for the Alliance, th- that kind of dichotomy between the DUP and Sinn Féin, I'm sure it's very frustrating, but, but the fact that they have this veto, that they can veto power sharing... Does that need to change? Because obviously the Lions, you have grown hugely in, in popularity, you have a mandate, all of that. Do we need to look at new politics in the North in a different way? Absolutely, Kira. I mean, first of all, it's important to say that blame for this current impasse lies squarely at the feet of the DUP. But what the DUP and Sinn Féin have in common is they have a vested interest in the structures of the Assembly and they re- both refuse to support reform of the institutions. Okay. And the institutions don't currently treat everyone in Northern Ireland equally. For example, in the vote yesterday at the Assembly, a cross-community vote was called and only nationalist and unionist votes were effectively counted. So for those of us who are actually cross-community MLAs, our votes counted for less. Okay. And that is, that is the fundamental issue that is actually enabling the DUP to block the and, appointment and of probably, Speaker on this occasion. Uh, causing sectarianism to persist. To some extent. Can I ask you one last question? Obviously, there's been some talk about what would happen uh, our Taoiseach here has said that, that he doesn't want to see a return ever to direct rule from Westminster. He's talking about joint administration. Westminster is saying no. Do you have a view on that? What what could happen if power sharing is not restored at all? Well, Kira, look, we said the reality is that Irish involvement in Northern Irish affairs has been acknowledged as far back as the Anglo-Irish Agreement. So it would be bizarre if there was not some Irish dimension um, to whatever replaces the institutions of the Good Friday Agreement should they not be functioning. We already have, for example, the British-Irish Intergovernmental Council, which meets to consider non-devolved matters. It's possible that, for example, they might take an expanded role. But no one wants to be in that position. And the DUP are the people who are most likely okay. to be opposed to that. And yet they're the people creating the conditions okay. of being the catalyst for that to happen. Owen, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Owen Tennyson there, Alliance Party MLA for Upper Band. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.